Hi, welcome to 30, episode 39 of Walk to Work from a slightly windy uh, Edinburgh, which has been getting in the way of recording for the past few weeks. Uh, I tried recording yesterday, it was just too windy. So hopefully today will be okay because today is publishing day. Uh, so I wanted to talk about how to lead and follow anything. Uh, recently uh, I taught uh, a, a, a workshop at IFDIF, InterVarsity Folk Dance Festival, um, a workshop on that, on that subject uh, with the help of Jess. And I guess an alternate title would kind of be um, a partner dance fusion curriculum. Uh, it's kind of wanted to share where I'm at right now, which is probably different from where I was at two years ago, and also different from where I'll be at uh, two years from now, on how uh, leading and following works. Uh, and so this is, although I'm thinking of it as fusion, it's definitely very much influenced uh, from the various dances I do, uh, and more specifically uh, from the, the, the freedoms available uh, from uh, uh, black partner dance, uh, as exemplified by Blues and Lindy Hop, and I feel that any explanation of how partnering works in partner dance should um, cover uh, at least all the dances I know. And so I think these explanations cover Balfolk, Tango, Blues, Balboa, Lindy Hop. Um, yeah. Uh, and what I like about it is that I feel that this expert, the, 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 the principles uh, I have for how leading and following works uh, are relatively uh, simple. Um, and there's few of them, which is generally a good thing for, for, expl for explaining something. Uh, and I know some people uh, feel that uh, the difference between different dances is specifically how the technique of partnering uh, works in that dance. Uh, I don't entirely disagree, but I do think that the the, the kind of overarching at uh, the overarching principle level um, uh, the, the the there are commonalities, and then the specifics of how you use those commonalities might be different. Like in some dances, you'll lead and follow footwork. In other dances, you won't. Uh, in some dances, each partner has relatively independent solo movement. Uh, and in other part dances, uh, you're aiming for, or you might be aiming for something that's kind of like a, a four-legged monster. Um, yeah. Uh, but I think the same overarching principle applies. So the single uh, kind of overarching principle is the way that I lead is I move my body. Uh, and the way that I follow is I track how my partner is moving their body uh, and uh, I respond in a way that makes sense. Uh, and so making sense uh, is a very big umbrella. And there's some extra stuff going on uh, when I'm leading, I'm also tracking how my partner's body is moving and responding, uh, doing the next thing in a way that makes sense both for my body uh, and for their body. Uh, and we, we often think of dancing, of partner dancing, as communicating signals. Uh, and I don't like that for, for two reasons. So one is the, the, the kind of complexity of 
human body movement can't be distilled into a set of signals. Um, because then you'd have to learn a ridiculous amount of signals to be able to lead a bunch of different nuances. Um, and the other is just that signaling feels so much less rich and sharing than um, uh, sharing movement does. Uh, so I much prefer to think of sharing movement. Even if the, in the end you probably could say, well that thing is the signal that you uh, picked up on to choose to do X. Uh, and so the reason we're not signaling, you would think, oh, well, for my partner to know what's coming up, I have to signal what's coming up. Uh, and the, one of the tricks to this is for the body to move uh, when we're leading and when we're following in a, a coherent way. Uh, if it's telling a coherent story, the way that we're redistributing tone across the muscle, the different muscles in our body, um, is going to make sense. And that making sense is going to be available to someone looking at us, is going to be available to someone touching our hand, touching our head, um, touching our back. Uh, the, 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 the information is very much there. And the information that's there is simultaneously where I'm at now in space. And where I'm at now in space tells you, uh, and the shape that I'm in, and the, the full uh, uh, shape of my body tells you where I can probably go next. So like if I want to pivot, I'm going to prep that pivot. And so I'm simultaneously going to uh, step forward and open the right side of my body so as to pivot left. Um, so I would step forward with my left foot, uh, open the right side of my body so the right side of my body lags behind, create that stretch in my body and use that to pivot left, uh, for example. And so if I'm dancing with a partner, they'll be simultaneously able to feel where I am when I take that left step forward. Oh, he stepped forward on left. And they'll feel the opening of my body, and so they're like, oh, he stepped forward on left and his body's open. Um, and that is prepping, preparing whatever I do next. Uh, and so they can kind of know how these things work and be like, oh, if he's stepping forward on his left foot with his body open, he's probably going to pivot towards the left. But they can also just um, choose to create the same configuration with their body uh, and then they'll also be ready uh, to pivot left um, because we have similar bodies and so if when I'm following I do something that matches what my leading, leader is doing I'm simultaneously with, there with them uh, and prepared to do uh, whatever's coming up next. Uh, and so I think this gives an explanation that has uh, very little lag. Uh, maybe there is uh, some parts where there's more lag than others uh, as kind of changes happen, but you can track those changes and simultaneously, and because you're with, uh, it means you can continue uh, to be with uh, instant to instant. Um, yeah, because things just don't happen suddenly. They always happen with some kind of preparation. And part of the thing of partner dancing, I guess, is deliberately moving your body in a way that something uh, sudden doesn't happen. So that everything flows in a, in a good, readable, uh, logical way. Uh, and then there's a lot of space uh, for following in this, in that uh, you're tracking where your partner's body is and you match by doing whatever makes sense. Um, and it can be deliberately doing exactly the same thing 
or it can be deliberately doing something that matches for a slightly more um, uh, liberal interpretation of matches and then maybe that constrains what your body uh, is ready to do next and that's where the kind of uh, reverse part of that is I can track where my partner is maybe they're not with me because maybe they said I can be with you but just it'll be a couple of beats and so I give them a couple of beats uh, to wait until they are with me um, or I'm with you uh, but I'm not prepped for a turn and so if I feel that they're with me uh, up to a certain point but they're not prepped for a turn well I abort that turn or just do the turn myself but don't lead the turn um, yeah the, the, the tracking and matching goes both ways uh, and then we get into what leading and following is uh, and that's a bit of a, a different thing oh and the wind is back and worse than ever uh, oh well we'll see how it how am I doing for time? Yeah. Um, and so then uh, part of this is also that uh, we're physically touching. And so one of the things is that we kind of keep that physical touch uh, and the, 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 the space that's offered uh, in that physical touch, the, the amount by which uh, we're willing to depart uh, to, to change that space um, gives a certain amount of precision. So I can be very willing to change the space, in which case you can feel, oh, I can move, I can follow and move three steps to the left and still be following um, because the space that's given uh, in which the touch will stay uh, is uh, very big. Or uh, I can make my body more stretchy and so then if you move three steps to the left, well, suddenly you're creating a lot of stretch uh, because I'm kind of uh, being like, in front of me is here and here is where I expect you to be and then any point where you're not here in front of me there's kind of a stretch in my body and probably that's matched by a stretch in my partner's body uh, that says it's cool that we're where we are but this stretchiness is saying the place we want to return to the place we want to resolve to um, is right in front of me um, and so I guess that's one of the specifics is that um, we create shape uh, with our bodies uh, and our partners can then create shapes uh, that match into that. And so some of those shapes will be parallel, some of those shapes will be uh, mirrored, um, some of those shapes will be very uh, specific and precise, some of those shapes will be more liberal. liberal. Um, some of those shapes uh, will be transforming uh, if like they're transforming for us to be um, from a um, bodies close together to a bodies further away maybe our hand stays in the same place and so the shape of my body uh, is that my body is going away from my hand um, the shape of my partner's body can then be that my partner's body uh, is going away from uh, their hand and then you get things like Lindy Rock Steps um, uh, that shape can be kind of opening into a V one side or opening into a V uh, the other side um, or it can be a more parallel shape so I move my whole body including my hands uh, and then suddenly we're sort of offset and being inside partner like in tango um, And yeah, th those shapes are, are, are feelable and a part of how we choose relationships 
uh, between each other. And that's one of the, uh, I guess, one of the pillars. Um, and I guess that accounts for, there's kind of two versions of it. One is giving us, um, one part of it is giving us the, 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 the shape itself and is telling us are we moving in parallel, are we moving in mirrored, are we moving away from each other, are we moving uh, towards each other. And the other half of the shape uh, is uh, the, 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 the amount of give there is in it. Uh, so is this specifically where we want to be and where we want to return to, like is it an elastic shape uh, or is it a more uh, floppy shape? Uh, which um, ac will accommodate uh, different choices. Uh, and so those are kind of one slash two. Uh, I think in yesterday's recording I called them three and four, or three and three and a half, uh, are the shape and the, the, the amount of resilience the shape has. Uh, then uh, the... And I guess that encompasses a range of movement um, or a, a family of movements that, are, that will affect and change this shape. Uh, another family of movements are those that change our axis or change our weight. Uh, and those are things that are going to involve... Uh, so the shape is typically going to involve the shoulder girdle, the arms, um, some of the rotation in the body uh, from hips to, um, uh, to, to rib cage. Um, the weight changing is going to involve uh, tone in the standing leg and transfer of tone from one standing leg to uh, another standing leg and using the standing leg simultaneously carrying it towards the receiving leg and releasing tone um, at the same time. Um, and that's stuff uh, that I like to have students work on a lot. Oh yeah, I forgot to mention, a lot of this curriculum is basically uh, Brenda Russell um, uh, and to some extent uh, Catherine Palmier's uh, partner dancing curriculum plus stuff that I've picked up from a variety of teachers um, over the years. Uh, but uh, yeah, main credit, this is uh, mostly Brenda Russell's uh, material. Go do workshops with her. Uh, she's amazing. Um, which of course, I mean, she didn't invent. This is material that uh, comes from uh, then how body mechanics works um, and what um, people who teach vernacular dance as opposed to more kind of art forms of dance such as ballroom uh, will, 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 will describe in their teaching. Um, so yeah, we have uh, these weight shifts and these steps and how the weight shifts and steps work. And then when we get to more kind of walking, pivoting steps, um, we have uh, the spine gets involved. Um, and we have uh, various kinds of alignments and twists uh, in the spine. So normal walking uh, will be in um, counter body. Uh, so my pelvis will uh, rotate on each step as the receiving leg gets carried forward uh, and my spine will stay relatively facing forward at the rib cage and then there's so there's this twist between the bottom and the top of my spine uh, and this twist is part of what um, says this is the kind of step that's coming up and is part of what helps uh, resolve the step 
uh, effortlessly and go into the next step. And so because it's uh, a fundamental part of walking, uh, it means if I want to lead walking, uh, me walking like a walker as opposed to like a robot or a fridge uh, is a really important part of making uh, leading walking forward go work. And then my partner will feel the way that my standing leg is being is carrying my pelvis forward, will feel the twist uh, in my spine, will feel the transfer of tone from the standing leg to the receiving leg, um, and uh, will feel the resolution of twist into spine as we go to the next step. Uh, 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 uh. And again, you can think of this really technically, uh, or you can kind of just do it. And at some point, the just doing it is any change of tone uh, or tone distribution in my muscles. If my partner reflects that in some way, uh, they will probably both be with me, both in the sense of with me where I am now and with me prepared to do whatever I'm prepared to do next. Yeah. So those are kind of the three and a half points. Uh, they are uh, how um, uh, how we transfer weight and how we take steps uh, using uh, our pelvic floor and the tone in our legs. Um, how we do walking and pivoting and turning uh, using uh, our spine and how we create uh, shapes that are more or less uh, resilient with our upper body shape. Um, and that, I think, is everything you need to cover partnering uh, in all the dances I know. Uh, and as I said, it works out a bit differently. Like, uh, if I'm in a dance where I follow weight shifts, well, I'm going to track the weight shifts that my partner is doing, and I'm going to do the same. If I'm not in a dance where I follow weight shifts, uh, it's still useful for me to know where my partner's weight is and where they're going, and that tells me where they can go. And then I can choose something to match that gives me uh, the possibility of being with them in some way and also of being prepared to go with them uh, in some other way for whatever they're going to do next. Uh, yeah, let me know what your basics of partnering would be, where they would be different from mine, where they'd be similar. Uh, as I said, I expect in two years' time I'll have a completely different perspective and I'd really like your help in, in growing that. Uh, I'll see you next week and until then, take care.